Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It is Wednesday, September 25th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, it can be tough to find an original print copy of the novel Juliet Takes a Breath. In fact, the book about a Puerto Rican lesbian from New York is so popular that a major publisher is re-releasing it. Juliet Takes a Breath is hilariously autobiographical. It follows Juliet chubby, nerdy, brown-like Puerto Rican kid. That is author Gabby Rivera, who is in St. Louis, to talk about her work. We'll hear more from her in just a few minutes. First, the news. Members of the region's congressional delegation are weighing in on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's decision to launch a formal impeachment inquiry into President Donald Trump. That includes Democrat Lacey Clay in Missouri's 1st District, And that district covers parts of the city of St. Louis and North County. He is strongly supporting the decision and has sought a similar move for months. Clay is the only Democratic House member in the region. Illinois Republican congressional members Mike Bost and John Shimkus are critical of the Speaker's move. Bost says Pelosi is, quote, rushing to the cliff's edge and preparing to jump with blindfolds on. A St. Louis Board of Aldermen committee has voted to spend $5 million on a nationally known violence reduction program. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports, the decision to fund Cure Violence is the first step in a complicated process. Cure Violence trains individuals how to intervene in a conflict before it turns violent. It began in Chicago and is now in 25 states. Board President Lewis Reed has pushed for the program for almost a year. He was excited by the unanimous committee approval. I don't think people understand the sheer magnitude of the type of change we're talking about ushering into the city. Reed had originally wanted $8 million from the city's budget surplus. His measure now spends about $5 million of that surplus and transfers $2 million already allocated for generic violence prevention programs to cure violence. He still needs the approval of the Board of Aldermen and Mayor Lyda Krusen. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. A new attraction in downtown St. Louis will open in less than a week. The St. Louis Wheel has about 40 glassed-in gondolas. Each can hold up to eight people. St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan took a trip yesterday to the top of the 200-foot wheel. We can look down into the metal scaffolding that's sort of holding up the roof of Union Station Entertainment Complex right now. But then kind of as we continue going up, you get this amazing view of the St. Louis skyline. So you have the Arch and Stiefel Theater and the Enterprise Center and Bush Stadium, all kind of a a bird's eye view of everything from the top here. That Ferris wheel is part of a multi-million dollar entertainment complex at Union Station and officially opens Monday. The complex will include an aquarium, mini golf course, and carousel. I compile this podcast every weekday morning, but this show is not possible without our team of editors and reporters. They work hard to bring you news and stories about the region every day. That level of dedication is not cheap. We are holding our fall member campaign at St. Louis Public Radio. Your contribution at stlpublicradio.org or at 314-516-4000 will support the dedication and work of our reporters and editors 
on air, online, and it will also support efforts like the Gateway. Thanks. A few years ago, a small press published a novel about a Puerto Rican lesbian from New York who leaves her family for a summer of self-discovery. Juliet Takes a Breath is so popular that this month it is being re-released by a major publisher. St. Louis Public Radio's Kay Petron spoke with author Gabby Rivera about her work and how it felt when her debut novel received such a strong reaction. I was pleasantly, happily surprised, but not shocked. Like, I was just glad that the story of Juliet Malagros Palante, like, a 19-year-old baby died from the Bronx, right, was resonating with so many folks and not just like a story that lived in my computer that only made sense to me. You know what I mean? I was really pleased and just, you know, profoundly happy that folks were connecting to her. So who all did you want to reach with this book? My number one, like, focus and, and anyone that I'm writing to is definitely like a queer kid of color, right? Like, that is the main vibe for me, right? Like, Julia is Puerto Rican and from the Bronx, but I just imagine like a whole bunch of queer kids of color trying to figure themselves out and reading all sorts of books. Everything that I've put into Julia is like for those kids, you know, for our kids. With the sort of broader republication that it's getting right now, do you see a different potential audience as well? The republication of this book means that it gets to like... (laughs) go into so many hands, right? And I also want to, like, imagine a world where there are so many allies, right? Where you have, like, your straight cousin walking by this book in the bookstore and being like, wow, that's for my prima. I know she's having a tough time. Or, like, you know, white lady teacher in the Midwest sees this book and is like, oh, I know, like, two students that this would be perfect for. And, again, that same audience, that same group that I love and I care for, the queer kids of color, are, like, the central people. You know what I mean? How does the book pull from your own experiences? Julia Takes a Breath is hilariously autobiographical. It follows Juliet, chubby, nerdy, brown, like Puerto Rican kid, like trying to figure out her sexuality and what does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to be a woman in the body that she has, right? Like she's still kind of like worried about what her family, what her mom's going to think. She's anxious, right? All of these things that I very much am. And also, Juliet comes out to her family and she is gutted by the fact that her mom is heartbroken and she carries that with her, right? So it's not like this novel that forgets the family and like, you know, and like makes it seem that like, if you just leave, everything will be okay. It's like, no, like she cares about her family and her mom and they care about her. Me and my mom, we had that, uh, a similar situation where like, Are we ever going to find each other again? Is it ever going to feel like it did before I came out? So, yeah, there are some big moments in this book that are definitely based on my personal experience. With the new republication of the book, Juliet Takes a Breath is also being translated into Spanish. Why is that important? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I am so excited that Juliet Takes a Breath is going to be published in Spanish. A woman came up to me and she's like, I'm part of a group called Somos Familia. So we are family and her group helps Latino, Latinx parents come to understand like having LGBTQ kids. And I just, man, my heart like exploded because I was like, yo, this book is coming out in Spanish. And we just looked at each other and we were like, this is going to be a bridge, right? Like this book is going to help be part of the bridge that, that connects 
Latino parents and Latino kids together, right? If the language is Spanish and there's not an, enough ways to talk about being LGBTQ in Spanish, or maybe kids don't know it, maybe parents don't know it, here is a story. There is nothing better than a story to like help people find each other. That's author Gabby Rivera speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Kay Petron. Rivera is talking later today at Left Bank Books in St. Louis. Our Maria Altman and Brian Heffernan edited that piece from Kay. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Before we wrap up, the Cardinals went 19 innings in Phoenix, losing to the Arizona Diamondbacks 3-2. That game wrapped up at 3.35 this morning, St. Louis time. Find me on Twitter, at Wayne Radio. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.